What's up, y'all, and welcome to Worldly Church Girl. It's your girl, your host, Lillian Harshaw. On today's show, I have Christian rapper, songwriter, minister, and actress, Jill. So I saw in your bio where it said that you are a timid child. Now, is that still true to this day? Would you still consider yourself being pretty timid? It depends on the setting I have learned. It depends on the setting. If it's a a setting that I'm comfortable in, if it's like music, no. Um, But if it's literally like us going to uh, a barbecue when it's 500 people there, initially yes i will i'll be very timid and um until you know i meet a few people then i kind of crack out of michelle but i i would i would i would say yes i still am okay so all right i got a scenario for you okay you're at the grammys bam (laughs) yeah you can see this coming you're at the grammys it's not time for you to be timid would you consider us would you imagine yourself being being timid at that moment on the inside, absolutely. But see, I'm an actress too. So people wouldn't know <laughs> it. They wouldn't know it on the outside. They'd be like, she cool as a cucumber. But on the inside, my knees would be knocking for real. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know the feeling. That's a good one though. Now it says also on your um, bio that that you got the taste of like freestyle rap at the playground. Now tell us a story about what was going on that day. So I was just chilling on the playground because I I was a very kept to myself type of child. So I was just, you know, cooling on the playground, everybody running around. And it was normal for the boys to kind of get in the corner of the playground and one of them would be boxed and then the other boys would, you know, say whatever little freestyle line they got and all the little boys be like, oh, 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 that was hard. And I was sitting there like, that was not hard. That was not <laughs> all that. Like, I could do better than that. Like, uh-uh. And I've always been a writer at heart anyway, but it was more po- more poetry. And so, you know, songs are just poetry. Put, put some music. So I was like, you know, one day I was sitting there, I said, you know, I'm gonna try and write, I'm gonna write me a rap. And um, so that kind of was the genesis of everything, but just seeing them do that, because I'm like, why are they lying to their friend like that? Like, why are they acting like that was so hard? No, it was not. Not to me, anyway, the stuff they were saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, they ain't hard. They ain't got it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so how old were you when you first, like, seriously started writing? Seriously started writing? I would say, um freshman year of high school I would play around with it in junior high but to to get serious serious about it it was high school um and then actually creating songs would have been end of high school going into college okay and what was that moment that provoked you to get really serious about it I had a friend name uh now and and what I'm referring to at this time now this wasn't um Christian um this was all secular at mm. at this point I was saying all any and everything I thought I had to say to get attention to let people know look I can rap with the best of them. right 
you know, I was living an alternative lifestyle. You know, I was, you know, dating girls. I was smoking. I was trying to drink. Couldn't drink, but I was trying to drink. It's about that life, right? <laughs> yes, right, right, right. Getting tattoos, crying in the parlor. Like, <laughs> ow, that hurt. But, um, but I had a friend, um, actually, her name was Brittany. And, and one day she, you know, I would do it in the car. And she'd be like, girl, you know, you can rap. And I was like, well, thank you. You know, I want to get a big head hook because I know she'll hurt my feelings. So I was like, oh, thank you, girl. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, Jen, like, for real. And she's originally from New York. So for me, from her, like, that was big. I was like, okay, she think I could rap. And um, it was when she said that it kind of gave me the confidence. Like, okay, well, maybe I need to start putting some stuff out. Because it's one thing to think you can do something. Even if you know you can do it, it's as sad as it is. You know, we always look to others for validation so to speak so when when she said that it was kind of like a, okay and you know she would put people on me she would kind of you know gas me up to people she'd be like you know Jay can rap Jay do this, do this and of course once my family the ones who wasn't too holier than thou once they started see me putting stuff out you know they'd be like oh, okay yeah this my niece or that's my cousin or this and that you know my grandma wasn't involved in none of that but <laughs> But um, but that that kind of made me really start taking it serious, the secular side of it anyway. Right. Okay. So when you say you was secular right uh rapping, so there was colorful language, if you will. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who was your inspirational rappers back then? as sad as it is and I say sad but it's not sad I I say sad because I know it's cliche but that was around the time that um Lil Wayne had just signed on um Nicki Minaj but Nicki I like Nicki though I love her too but I know like a lot of in my like in my era like it was like everybody was like like that was that was the um let me see if I go back. Who would that be of my time? It. I don't know. She was just like the the icon for for my era. So I know a lot of people be like Nicki Minaj. Like she ain't she ain't like the OG. You know, she like more newer. Well, for generation. female rappers, like okay, like from my era, it was like. MC like Queen Yes. And then if you go like a little further up the road, it would be like Foxy Brown, Little Kim. And then and so it's there's like stages. Right. So I get what you're saying, but like in your state, yeah. I mean, you know, Nikki, she was she's that chick. I mean, so yeah, I get what you're saying. And and see, I love the Nikki. Don't get me wrong, I still like her now, but I love the and you know when you when you first start now, you always go a little harder than once you have quote unquote arrived because you know you got mm-hmm. that hunger and you feel like you got something to prove. But mm-hmm. I like the nigga that just started out that literally just like the pink bang. Her, yes, like just poured her heart out on the on the track. Like you felt like you knew her. You was like, Oh, that's my sister. <laughs> <laughs> So that that was she she was definitely a a, a big part of my um, inspiration. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. So, but you grew up in the church, correct? Absolutely, yes. My mom, my mama didn't play about that. Um, 
Yeah, we actually, because um, I was born in Fort Lauderdale. Mom moved us when we were real young. So I was in like second grade, maybe second, third grade. Moved us to a small town called Statesboro, Georgia. And um, we went to a little Baptist church there. Small, started out small. They built it up. But it was a small Baptist church there called Miller Grove Baptist Church. And um, <laughs> aside from having to go there on Bible study, Sunday school, Sunday service, my mother had the audacity. <laughs> the audacity. The audacity. <laughs> the goal. Oh, right. So they they said they uh, needed um, a new custodial staff to come in, like, you know, in between and clean during the week and early Sunday or Saturday, Saturday morning. And, you know, she just politely uh, volunteered, not just her, her family now. Of so course, because that's what they did. Boards. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, mom. Okay, <laughs> you know I ain't say nothing because I like to live, but right. I'm like, oh, for real, <laughs> right? Because that's what they did to us. Whatever <laughs> they volunteered for, we all volunteered right. for. The automatic sign. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yes, yes, yes. It's a raised in a church, and um, it it was almost that like um, you know, there it was it's, it was a difference um. You know, with 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 your parents, you know, some for me back then, um, it was more of a traditional religious type of setting. And I know you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as I got older and, and, you know, and just studying for myself and I mean, it's like, you know, Christianity, it has no no. It's not like a one size fit all. It, it's it's truly your relationship with God. So whatever that looks like for you, yeah, like that's what it is. It's not don't wear makeup, wear long pants, don't wear yeah. pants, gotta wear yeah. skirt. It, it's not. It's truly your relationship with God. And even if you look at relationships across the board, you know, with different, you can put five couples in a room, and every single one of them is gonna tell you something that's customized for them. This is what works for us. X Y Z. This is what works for us. X Y Z. So as long as you're communicating with God and he okay with what you're doing, then, hey. (laughs) You know what? That is the best scenario I have ever heard as far as couples and a relationship with God. Because that that is the best. Oh, you know what? I'm stealing. That is the (laughs) best scenario I've ever heard. Because a married couple over here Whatever works for them is not going to necessarily work for that married couple over there. So who am I to judge what relationship a person has with God versus the relationship I have with God? Right. Girl, stop it. I'm telling you, listen, like I said, it ain't mine. That had to be straight from the Holy Spirit because I ain't never even said it before or heard it before. (laughs) I mean, I've always said, I mean, that it's an individual thing, but I never put it in the aspect of like a married couple. Because it is a relationship is a, a, a is between two individuals. It's between me and God. Absolutely. Shut the front door. <laughs> you know, uh, I, we can dismiss now. I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> but I was telling my husband because I saw like, you know how sometimes on Facebook they'll do like polls and stuff. And I think one of them was like, should the husband pay for everything? Should the wife go 50-50? And I'm like, that you that is not no one one size fits all like especially like i live in south florida it's unless you like slinging drugs 
or you just like know people who know people like it's no way that a household can survive and I'm talking about with no kids like right. off of one off of one income like it's no way right but not only that I wouldn't even fit just because of my upbringing like I wouldn't even feel comfortable like just being like okay you handle everything like mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. God forbid you put yourself in a situation where that ain't the man that you thought he was mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I can't leave because <laughs> right. I don't have nothing. Yeah, I mean, whatever works, for whatever though, you know. Right, and and this and it goes back to again, it's whatever works for that family, and then you don't know what's going on in their house. He might have got laid off, and she's the only one that can work, and he may have a background where he can't find a job right away. Exactly. And then who are you to judge what's going on? Right. Don't be like, he ain't working and why (laughs) she working and he ain't working. That's none of your business. Exactly. And I've heard of situations where the husband literally like covers everything to work to put um, lady through college and to get what she want to get. And then she'd be like, okay, it's my turn. Like I want to tell him, you know, you, you kick back, you done did it. But like you said, it's whatever words if they happy why you mad right why you hating on them why you hating on them (laughs) no she she working all the time and he ain't okay and right if if she she ain't worried about it why are you thank you and vice versa (laughs) mind your business stay in your lane right stay in your your miserable lane Now, what was your inspiration behind your song, Right On? You know, a lot of people ask me that for, and not just for that song, just in general. Like, oh, well, what what made you write this? Or what made you write that? And, you know, the, the way me and God set up, like. <laughs> the way we set up. <laughs> right. The way we set up, like, you know, he got to work with me because, you know, I, I really haven't um, arrived at a place where. Uh, you know how some artists they like set a schedule time and they're like okay or not even just artists but just people in jail okay I'm gonna set aside this time and this just gonna be my writing time like I'm gonna get into the moment I'm gonna get some worship music on okay Lord what you want me to sing in this song like I can't really operate I'm not gonna say I can't I have not in the past operated that way so literally I could be driving down the road actually driving is why I do most when I do most of my writing honestly but um I could be driving down the road and you know listening to something and Laura's like and I'm like okay that sounds good okay no, well, let me take this back okay let me say okay now what's gonna come after this and it is it really just can come out of nowhere I only have one song um that's not completely finished yet that it actually derived from uh a just a a real life moment like it really just like the song just grew from a a place of a lot of hurt and sadness and it and it just kind of um helped to bring me out of that because what song the, was that it's not out yet but it's called um know you okay it's called know you and it's uh it's real good. That's gonna. It's actually gonna be released on the. I, I'm not sure if it's gonna be be released on the project that is released in June, or if I'm just gonna release it as a single prior to that project because okay. it is 
is a powerful song. Um, but that's not the normal process for how I write. Normally, the song is given, I write it, and then later down, later on in life, it comes back and ministers to me in a moment that I need it. <laughs> okay. That's how it works. But that one song, Know You, it it it, it was it was vice versa. So Okay. Now, speaking of ministry, you're a minister too. I am. Look at you. <laughs> Which explains how the Lord just gave you that um that word I'm in the te- midst of this interview. What would you say is the hardest? Being in the ministry or rapping in front of audience? I would have to say um ministering in like a church slash service setting. Okay. Why is that? I have not done it as often. I have done it before, but definitely not nearly as much as um um ministering in music. Like that, even though like I said about the Grammys, I'd be on the inside with my knees knocking on the outside, I'd be, you know, putting on that show like Lord, you mm-hmm. don't have to. <laughs> but um but just and you and you know another reason I think because when when ministering just in a service setting, it, it's almost like a humbleness of like, Lord, I don't want to get this wrong. Like, I don't want to talk out of me. I don't want to, I, I just don't want to get it wrong because you know, it, it, it's, you never know who's listening and what you can, what you, what you may say that if not in the right spirit or in the right tone, how much it can deter them. Cause you know, we, I, I'm pretty sure we've all just experienced, you know, church hurt. Mm-hmm. And it's usually not during service. It's usually like, you know, sister so-and-so, when I walked by her, she was like, mm, and kept walking. Right. <laughs> but, right after service. Right. During fellowship. Okay. During fellowship. <laughs> and, that, and, that, and, that's, and that messed up is during fellowship. Right. <laughs> right. That's a prime example, right? Sister so-and-so. But, um, so I, and I think that's just the thing. Like, I just, it's one of those, like, I don't want to get it wrong. Like, and, and you also don't know what you can, you don't want to miss that one thing that you need to say that's going to really draw that person in to just let them know, like, cause that's always been my thing, you know, just to let people know, look, God loves you. And then to let people know that there's liberty in Christ, because like, like we were talking about earlier, like, it's just this misconception that. People have displayed, I ain't going to say it came out of nowhere, but that a lot of Christians display that it's almost like an enslavement to be a follower of of Christ. You know, you got to just do everything cookie cutter. Can't do nothing out of the box. Like God created us. God created our minds. So he, he's a God of creativity. He doesn't expect for everything to be, you know, as it is, even with, um, Satan, you know, he was, they said he, he, he was made of everything every instrument like that i'm i just be trying to imagine the music that this guy could make for him to for, for him to just think like shoot i could be god because i mean he had to be a bad mama gem right <laughs> like like so i mean you we we know that you know he's a god that is just awesome so to think that it would be what and that's how the enemy really like tricks us right it's like you can don't go over there like that's enslavement but then you turn around and become a slave to the things of the world or you turn around and become, I saw a, a meme one time on Facebook and it was showing like 
a split screen and one side of it had um like the old school phones that had the cord on them Mm -hmm. and then on the right side it had um like you were on a mobile phone but it was saying how even without the cord on the phone we're more attached to the mobile phone than we were (laughs) to the phone that actually has the cord but it was just making a like we are just, and you know, and I'm speaking to myself now, but it is just like amazing. Like the, 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 the tactics that the enemy gives us, like that he uses against us. It's just amazing how, if you're not aware and alert of how they really can, can trick us into thinking we winning, you know, like, mm-hmm. you to and it's like, can you really do what you want? Cause I can remember like being in college and because I was initially a homebody like I can remember like friends be like we gonna go out and we gonna do this and that was cool some nights but it was some nights I really didn't want to do it but I did it because like oh they gonna think I'm lame or they gonna think I'm tripping or let me do this and it's like really Mm -hmm. and flip side every single time I said oh (laughs) that I didn't want to go to church when I went there when I left I always felt better than when I went. I was like, dang, I'm glad I went today. Like, I really enjoyed myself going out to club. I knew I shouldn't have went to this club. <laughs> right. Be like, mad. Be like, God, dog it. I know, right? They started fighting or some shooting or some dude you didn't want to see. Be like, ugh. Or some girl or whatever. Just Right. Like, I knew I shouldn't have wore this outfit. God, dog it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not to say like I hate when Christians be like you know I didn't have any fun you know before Christ like no like be be real about the thing like you know yeah I had fun when I was you know living a oh I had a blast stop lying like, right. <laughs> I would be a flat out liar to say oh no it wasn't until I met the Lord that I really started living like no mm. like I, I had fun but but it was that kind of fun that um in the back of my mind I always like kind of second guess myself like dang I know I shouldn't be do this all right let me hit this blunt one more time right <laughs> like, it, right it, it was what it was but then but at the but within the same breath you know knowing the the correct way which there is no correct way but knowing the correct way to be a Christian it's fun in it also like you don't have to it's not just sit down don't move hallelujah go home sleep don't watch tv don't watch this like but there's it's a not dry as toes it's not dry as toes right right yeah. <laughs> yeah that and that and that's the perception that a lot of church folks give the world that it is so boring and so robotic that who will want to be in church who will want to be in it great adjutant (laughs) yes but then like i said that that's the perception they give and then they don't even realize what they're doing is exactly the same like you on the secular side but you because you feel like nobody's making you do it it's a choice Mm -hmm. it makes you feel like oh no this is better yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but yeah it's foolishness but i digress Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, besides Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. who would you love to do a collab with? Ooh. 
definitely um definitely Tasha Cobb Leonard I think she goes by now I'm just gonna say yes huh I'm just gonna say yes that's her name now (laughs) (laughs) well lady T girl you 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 number one Mm -hmm. yes um and then I also there's this guy named um mission he's a rapper and he he's not like a he like me he not like a boy he you know he look higher than me but he not a, he's not a big name rapper yet mm-hmm. uh, but he the songs that i've heard from and i feel like my husband actually just let me listen to a new album that he just released too it was real good too but um mission him tasha cobbs and mission okay Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to check him out. I know you mentioned to him before, but I'm gonna check mm-hmm. him out. Is he on Spotify? Yes. The okay. main song that I like from him is a song called um, "Thank You, Lord," and it's a little bop. So you know, get you know, little jig, <laughs> <laughs> a little some some. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now you mentioned earlier you got a new project coming. Yes. Yes. Now what's yes. going on with that? So I'm excited because it'll be my first full project because everything that I've put out up until now has been um, just like singles. And it's, I really only have like three, three songs that are on like streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have a lot of features that I've done with people that may, they may or may not have put out that I haven't seen, but um, so this will be my first like album and or EP. <laughs> so I'm excited about it. Don't know the name of it. Don't know how many songs it's going to have for sure. Um, but I do know that it'll be released in June of this year. Woo-hoo. And I'm excited about it. I am. I'm excited about it. <clears throat> I am too. Because you're dope. Like I told you before, you're dope. I have like I, I I have my husband listen to you. And he was like, she reminds me of old school. I was like, I know. Oh. Now I see that that that's a compliment. That's a big big compliment because you know, like the like the mumble rappers of today, yeah. um, like yeah, they might have a nice beat, but, but that's I, about I, it. A beat and a hook. A beat and a hook. That that's it. And I'm like, I don't know what you saying over me. You know, like, I I get old school religious. Then I don't know if you saying a uh uh what you call them things. <laughs> A curse over me. I don't know what you say. Right. Right. This is witchcraft. Oh, right, right, right. You know, everything back then was witchcraft. witchcraft. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, look, mama, it's a hamburger. What do you mean? Right. Witchcraft. <laughs> look how that bun folded up. What? Yeah. Right. What? Stop it. <laughs> but, you know, that that's a major compliment because you know the old school is the pioneers of the industry you know yeah like without them what what would the industry be you know right so that's a major compliment yeah <clears throat> I, like i said i when i first heard you i was like oh yeah oh i gotta get her on the show for real <laughs> yeah you you got like i told you before i don't like the word fan so <laughs> yeah. for fanatic but for but for real, love you, girl. Absolutely love you. So where can people find you? So Facebook, 
Instagram, um, streaming platform. Well, as far as social media goes, the name will be music by G.I.L, which um, if people don't know, uh, my name is an acronym for God is Love. And um, I also have a website. I don't think I mentioned that last time, but it's just telling you about where you can find me as far as social media and everything. But that's musicbyjill.com. And um, yeah. So if you go there, you can find everywhere else to find me, musicbyjill.com. Okay. Now here's your last question. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Now, if you could have any song, not one of yours, be your theme song when you walk into a room what Ooh. would it be and why <laughs> um this may be cliche but i would love to have i'm everyone <laughs> okay because i've come I've come into I've come into the realization that um not literally obviously but that I can do more than I think I can especially through Christ Jesus because it's like for a long time I I I put myself in a box and I was like you know I can't do that I can't do that I can't do this and it wasn't until I had children first child <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like I would lay down at the end of, of, of a day like, dang, I did a lot today. Oh. <laughs> and why are you going through it? And not even with children, you know, just women in general, like the way our brain operates, you know, I feel like, and I know we may get some flack about this, but I feel like, you know, as a help me or helpmate, um, if I'm running a business and I hire an assistant, or if I'm a doctor and I have a nurse, like we've all witnessed it, like the assistants, the nurses, they do the bulk of the work mm-hmm. and it's not, it, it's not an easy thing to do. So you have to, you have to be, um, I'm going to say genetically qualified <laughs> right? <laughs> do what we do. And, right. and so we really are amazing beings. So that would be my theme song because it's true. Like we really can, we, we really are every woman. <laughs> yeah. We are the the queens of multitasking. Yes. Even when we're multitasking in our brain, we're still multitasking. Right. Right. Just don't never <laughs> shut off. Just, just shut off. I'm <laughs> Lord, I take it back. I don't want it to shut off, but just just you know what I'm saying. Just be like, my guy. <laughs> just run it. That's true. That is so true. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on my show. Like I said, I'm not a fan. I just love you to death. <laughs> Your mic is on mute. Why did you? you know what? Listen, <laughs> this is what happens when you multitask. You put your mic on mute. <laughs> you know, listen, and quarantine cheeks. Listen. <laughs> He's like, really? Oh, my goodness. That is too funny. Thank you so much, girl. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing because you're amazing. Aww. My husband of you and the show. Like I told you that when, when you first reached out, he checked you out. I'm talking to quickly. He's like, oh, yeah, you got to do that. I was like, okay, I haven't looked at it yet, but okay. I, I, I'll consider. 
<laughs> he's like, no. <laughs> right, right. This ain't. And then, of course, when I actually looked at it, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Oh, tell him thank you. I definitely will. Thank you. I'm going to have to get him on here next. Yes, he would love it. You just have to um put him on some um time restraint because he is, it's all good. <laughs> wow. Are you putting him on blast? <laughs> oh, he know my husband can talk and he can pray. So... <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciate a talker because people talk to me. I don't have to. Right, right, right. That's true. That is so true. But honestly, though, I know he will be honored. Oh, tell him I'm, I'm going to reach out. To, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to reach around and reach out to him. All right. I'll let him know. Thank you, Jill, for being on my show. You are the bomb. I know I keep saying that, but I really mean it. I hope you guys start following her, and I cannot wait for your new project to drop. I will be one of the first in line to download it. If you haven't heard, Worldly Church Girl has gone live. That's right. Worldly Church Girl is live. You can find me on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. If you love the podcast, you're really going to love seeing it for yourself. You haven't hit that subscription button yet? Subscribe, y'all. You don't want to miss another episode. You might want to back up and catch the ones you have missed. Either way, hit that subscription button so you will never miss another episode. And as always, thanks for joining your one and only Whirly Church Girl. <laughs>